Blog Talk Radio. question we'll talk about in this show. Your hosts, Leslie and Tracy, will share their experiences, but also want to learn from your insights, your questions, and your suggestions. So, don't just listen in. Call us with your comments. Good, good morning. Are you ready to say yes to spirit? Well, you're in the right place for that. Welcome to Say Yes to Spirit, encouraging you on your spiritual path. My name is Tracy Brown, and uh, with Leslie, we co-host this show originally to encourage ourselves to stay on our spiritual path. But by doing the show and encouraging ourselves, we really, really hope that it encourages you, whatever your spiritual path is, to connect with that in a different way, in a deeper way, and in a way that makes you notice how God shows up in your daily life. Every week we have a theme, and today's theme is destiny. And what a perfect day, this nice fall Thanksgiving week day, to explore this idea of destiny and to maybe tap into the various meanings or the various interpretations of destiny and to encourage you to think about from your spiritual beliefs, from your understanding of spiritual law, where does destiny fit into that? So uh, start thinking about that. And if you have ideas or suggestions or favorite quotations that relate to destiny, I encourage you to dial in at area code 347-850-1523. And if you are online, that number is at the top of the screen. You can dial in at any time and add your comment, your quotation, or your question. Every week before we dive deeply into whatever the theme is for that week, we always um, go back and make a connection to the most recent show or to some of the recent shows. And last week the, the theme was anger. And if you haven't listened to that show, you really might want to because so often we think of anger as being a bad thing. But in reality, sometimes when we connect in with what makes us angry, it connects us to our deepest spiritual beliefs and our beliefs about ourselves that maybe aren't spiritual. (laughs) And definitely anger connects us in with our beliefs about other people that are not grounded in spiritual law or spiritual principle. And so that shows a really good one, just to remind yourself to think about what am I angry about, why am I angry, and how does this serve me or how does this represent or not my spiritual beliefs and the way I want to show up when I say yes to spirit. So a really great show on anger. So let's take a... um, one-minute break, and then we will dive deeply into today's theme, which is destiny.
Welcome back to Say Yes to Spirit. And as you know, today's theme is destiny. And one of the reasons it's a perfect day to talk about destiny is because the day that we, you know, today is the anniversary of the John F. Kennedy assassination. And um, even though mostly, you know, we're going to keep going back to the spiritual connection about destiny, it's interesting whether or not you, you know, you think that JFK becoming president, was that his destiny? JFK being assassinated, was that his destiny? Or was it just a rare, (laughs) right, a rare or random occurrence of human, human life and humanity at play? And one of the reasons I like having that, or we could pick anything else, we could pick something that's going on in your life, you know, and ask that question, do I believe it's destiny? Because that tells us a lot about our spiritual beliefs about destiny. Do we believe that destiny is decided by God? Do we believe destiny is decided by the human being, the individual? Um, What is it that you believe? So during the next 50 minutes or so, you have the opportunity to think about what is it that you believe? Because what I can assure you is that Whatever Leslie and I say, we're not trying to tell you you should believe what we believe. But we want we might share what we believe or what we think about this just to encourage you to think for yourself more deeply about what destiny means to you and what spirituality means to you, which is what we do every week. So Ernest Holmes has a quote that goes like this. I do not believe that God has imposed suffering upon anyone to punish them or to teach them a lesson. And so often I think about when I hear people, not so much I think about, but when I hear people talk about destiny, most of the time it's, It was my destiny to be in poverty. It was my destiny to be poor or to be, you know, not loved. It was my it was my destiny to have these negative quote unquote Mm -hmm. things that I'm labeling as negative Mm -hmm. experiences in my life. It's just destiny. You know, I've done everything I can, but it must be my destiny. And only rarely do I hear people talk about destiny in the context of really good, amazing things happening in their lives. And I really hadn't thought about that until I was thinking about the show today, that, you know, was is it destiny that Kelly Clarkson won American Idol and had got a, a record deal and is now making, you know, millions of dollars? Is that destiny? Or is that because she worked hard and she had talent and she did something with it? Isn't that funny? Because the only context I ever think of destiny is really good. Really? Isn't that great? Yeah. Destiny, I think, it's destiny to save the world or destiny to win the lottery or destiny to... I never think about destiny to be in a bad outcome. That's so interesting. Well, and I... I think why it came to mind for me is because I, too, usually, when I'm thinking about destiny, I'm thinking about all the magical things Mm -hmm. that could happen that would just fall together. Right. That are good. But when I started thinking about how I hear people talking about it, they're talking in terms of... I've just heard a lot more people use destiny when they have been in a position of that they are labeling negative, Mm -hmm. even if it may be leading to something fabulous, Mm -hmm. even though it may be a really good experience. It's like it's out of my control and it's happening to me. 
So it's a way of not being accountable in that situation, you know, or not feeling like nothing I could do, it was destiny, this was going to happen regardless. Yeah, and I just, I don't know, well, maybe this is one of the weeks where I really should go look at the dictionary and see what the, <laughs> what the dictionary says about destiny because, yeah, I mean, as I was thinking about it, I just kept thinking, when how do I hear other people using it? Mm-hmm. So. And I always think about destiny in terms of people that are preachers or nuns or priests, and you hear the term, I felt a calling to do this. Yes. And I wonder if the word calling and destiny kind of inter, inter, they mean the same thing in my mind. I so. felt a calling, so that is my that clearly is my destiny. destiny. And... Um, and it's interesting because I, I've always thought that I had a destiny, but um, and I think I think we all have a destiny, but I don't know that we stop and think about it very often. And I don't think destiny in terms of like at eleven o two or whatever time Kennedy was shot. I don't believe that was predestined, but I think Kennedy had a destiny to be an impact in the world and how that destiny played out was how it played out. But I don't think it was predestined or pre-designed. I don't believe in that. But I do believe we kind of come in with a destiny, a a, a, um, a purpose maybe would be better than destiny. Well, the dictionary. dictionary. Okay, very good. <laughs> Uh, let's look at uh, Merriam-Webster's version instead of this random website dictionary. Oh, that I've never heard of, but it's put up by Princeton University. We're ah. still going to look at Merriam-Webster. Merriam-Webster says, in a minute. <laughs> See, old-fashioned books, you could just turn to the page for the you computer. Know, I don't even have, have, I don't even have a, a dictionary, a hard mm. cover or a soft cover book dictionary Nobody anymore. Does. Nobody does. Anymore. I have a, I have, I think I have a thesaurus on the shelf. Oh, really? I think, yeah. I think. But I know I don't have a dictionary because I went to look for one the, uh, about a month ago. So, Merriam-Webster says, the definition of destiny something to which a person or thing is destined, someone's fortune. And the use, they use it in a sentence that he wants to control his own destiny. Definition number two, a predetermined course of events often held to be an irresistible power or agency. That's like what I was saying, predestined. I don't believe in that. So, examples of destiny. They believed it was their destiny to be together. And, yeah, I have heard a lot of people in romantic relationships. Oh, yeah. Uh, The skeptic in me. Yeah. Motivated by a sense of destiny, which is really what you were talking about that, at least I connect that with what you were talking about that so often being motivated by this sense of, you know, this is who I am supposed to be or something I'm supposed to do. And I can't really explain it. I didn't really think of it. But I'm motivated by it. I'm motivated to move toward it. I'm motivated to get involved with that person or that project. Mm -hmm. And it feels like it's just my destiny. Mm -hmm. And I can relate to that. I mean, and a lot of different things I've done in my life, um, this this internet radio show for a while. There you go. Yeah, just feeling like, okay, I don't know where this motivation is coming from, but it just, I'm really clear. I'm supposed to move in that direction. And I think that's how I think of destiny, more than, like I said, predestined. But I think when we say destiny, it's got such a bad rap. I think the word has a bad rap because people think, oh, that's just crazy. Because then they think of it as being predestined to a certain time or a certain day that a certain thing is going to happen. But I'm 
more in line with what you just said about it's a motivation or or a pathway to a general kind of outcome. That you know, there's a general outcome, and there's a thousand different paths that could be taken to that outcome. So I don't think the out I don't think the path of being assassinated was the only way Kennedy could have gotten to that outcome of having the effect that he had in the world. Well, and just being president right, had some element of huge impact in the world. So what the dictionary says about predestination is mm. not the first definition, but the second one, which relates to what we're talking about. Predestination is the doctrine that God, in consequence of his foreknowledge of all events, infallibly guides those who are destined for salvation. And mm. the and you know, I do remember in studying different religions, you know, hearing and reading a lot about the concept of predestination that God has well, God has a place for you, has a mission for you, has a purpose for you specifically that, you know, God is all-knowing, makes no mistakes, and is perfect in every way. And so that is predestination and guide, and there's guidance for you that leads you then to salvation. And so it's under that same list of things of you can't, you will not be saved, you will not experience salvation, you will not go to heaven unless you follow, find and follow this path. Ooh. Ooh, I remember. Ooh. I don't like that. Well. <laughs> I don't believe in that. But that's a good definition to think about. I think that, that that that's how predestined the idea works. Is that there's something that we're supposed to do, like a little lemon? And aren't lemons little animals that follow one after the other? And if one goes off the cliff, they all go off the cliff. I think that's true. Since they're called lemons, <laughs> and that's that's like like I have this destiny that I just can't control. I can't not fall off the cliff. I don't like the idea of that. I like the well, idea of you free don't have will. To like it. <laughs> For it to exist, I don't have to like it. Just mm-hmm. there are people who believe that, mm-hmm. and it works for them. You don't have to agree with it. See, I would never shower if I thought that was true. Uh huh. If there was something that was predestined that was going to occur to me, regardless, if that's what just absolutely, then why even get up? It's going to happen anyway. Okay, that's it. Is that? That's I mean, was that, uh, is that the idea? Well, uh, well, from this perspective, it's you must follow that. You must find it and follow it to get to in heaven. order to be saved. Yeah. So doing nothing won't won't get you there. It doesn't happen to you. It happens as you do it, but your job is to to do it, to do it. Mm-hmm. And obviously it doesn't align with my personal spiritual beliefs either, but I think, you know, it's interesting because even the way we use predestined, away from that, still says it's predestined, this is the you know destiny that is supposed to happen is going to happen, and somebody else decided it. I'm just like I'm just a a pawn in the story ah because it's already been decided outside of me to that I think that's yeah that drives me crazy, yeah, and also there's a lot of unaccountability that goes with that. I'm not accountable. I'm not. I don't have any ability to make my own way, choose my own path. Accountability. So that's the second time in less than ten minutes that you've used that word. I like that word. Really? Hmm. Accountability. It seems like an important word. We're accountable for our own destiny. <laughs> so that answers the question of. Um, 
Is destiny decided by God or is destiny decided by the individual? Well, see, I see that as one in the It's like my uh, my destiny is my inner urge that you were talking about, that, that knowing of I need to do this and I don't understand why or how, that would be that inner expression of God coming out so that destiny is generated by both and. And so if if you have uh if your spiritual beliefs lean toward God is a macrocosm and a microcosm, you're the microcosm. And so you're an example and God is living or experiencing life through you. Right. Then there's a God, a voice of God, a direction of God within you. Mhm that then you are directing how that shows up in the world. Expressing, right? And so in that sense, yeah, there'd be alignment. There'd be the voice of God deciding. You're deciding. It's one and the same. Right. My God me. The God me is deciding. If if you're smart, yes. If I'm letting go, if, if I'm you letting get, if you yeah. get ego out of the way, right, 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 and I think that's the that's the challenge is to for well, it's a challenge for me to know when is it God the the God in me expressing out, and when is it the ego in me expressing out? I think they call that discernment in the Bible, discernment, but um. But in terms of destiny, I just do believe that it's an overall it's an overall impact, not a specific it's a destiny to have a have a wreck, beat the person I'm gonna fall in love with that I had a wreck with and that you know, that, that was destiny. I think, you know, I could have met that person at coffee or there have been a thousand different ways. That may be the person that I was designed to come about, but the wreck wasn't the destiny. Meeting the person was the destiny, and, and it could have come about any number of ways. Is that clear as mud? No, it's very clear. Oh, very good. As an example. I do want to be clear. That's very clear. Mm. So here's what Ernest has Ernest Holmes has to say about this. Man is just what he thinks himself to be. He is big in capacity if he thinks big thoughts. He is small if he thinks small thoughts. He will attract to himself what he thinks most about. He can govern his own destiny when he learns to control his thoughts. Mm. So in that way, he's really just using the word destiny as life. Isn't he? Control your own life. I do think we turn to use that word destiny in life. You know, really, sometimes it's a, it's a synonym. Synonym is that the word that's the same word for a different, you know, life, destiny. What is my life purpose? Wow. My destiny. Are destiny and purpose the same thing? I kind of think, think so. The word destiny. I don't think we use it much. I think it has kind of an ooey ooey kind of feeling, or a feeling that I'm not accountable. Three times, I you know I think that's important to do things in threes. Destiny, destiny, destiny. Oh, I don't know. I don't know that I uh, that I believe destiny and purpose are the same thing. But I haven't thought about it until like this this thirty minutes. Two seconds ago, yeah. Right. Are destiny and purpose the same thing? So the purpose. Hmm. Right, and that makes me go. Are purpose and mission the same thing? But. So the, let's for now just say yes. So the purpose of my life is 
well, the purpose, I believe, of all human life is to give an experience, to share an experience, love. And that we each have different ways of doing that, mm. which becomes how we do, how we fulfill our purpose. And so I would, I usually talk about my purpose or my mission being to help people build effective cross-cultural bridges with each other so that they can achieve common goals. And so mostly that's in the workplace, but it could be in a community, it could be in society as a whole, it could be, you know, people who are different from one another, um, you know, I, I know that that's what my life is about. Whether that's your individual purpose. Right. And so, but I... So I don't, when I think, what's my destiny? Yes. Was that your destiny? It's like I've never thought about it as my destiny, but I really haven't thought about anything as my destiny. Really? You never personalized that word? No, it's not a word that resonates with me for my life. It's an abstract concept. So what's your destiny? To save the world. (laughs) <laughs> was that too easy? Did that did that sound odd? No, it just sounded like you've thought a lot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I do think that, I do think all of our destinies are that. And I think when we save our individual worlds, we're collectively saving the world. So I do think there is destiny. I think all of us have a destiny to fulfill our own highest purpose. Maybe in that terms, purpose and destiny aren't the same. But um, I do believe that we all kind of come in with a certain destiny to, to, to fulfill a part to play that, you know, it's kind of like a huge quilt and everybody has their own little square and, you know, my square has to to be um, fulfilled in, in its own unique way in order to reflect back and see the whole quilt. Now, we'll say something interesting about destiny in terms of predestined or destiny. I'm a I'm a fearful flyer, as Gail yes. King would say. I'm a nervous flyer. Mm-hmm. I always like to hear other people that are nervous flyers. But I used to always have this moment of kind of believing that I needed to have some sort of psychic experience to know, should I get on the plane, should I not get on the plane, should I drive, you know, the speed limit? And so if I missed the plane, then it was destiny for me not to get on the plane. When the plane crashes, then I wasn't on the plane, and that was what was supposed to happen. There has to be at least one <laughs> time in every show where I say, you're sick. <laughs> and and I say, it. that's it. There's no no real denying that. But, um, but I just could go on and on in my mind about the idea of getting on or getting off that plane, or not getting on that plane, and the uh, destiny of possibly dying on that plane. And Reverend Beatrice, my spiritual teacher, explained to me that if it is my day to die, I will die. <laughs> Whether it's on a plane. <laughs> and I hadn't really thought about that. But it was all like, I thought the, the destiny was deciding to get on a plane or not, or that I could, you know, not die, you know, versus... <laughs> If I'm, it's my day to go. I'm going to go whether it's on the plane and walking across the street, or you know, having a heart attack. I love that. Was Beatrice. very calming to me. I get on planes much easier now. I can just say, "Oh, well, <laughs> it's going to happen one way or the other." If today's the day, but that's a whole other thing. Are you, de- are you know, doing that? It would imply that there's a predestined day that we would die. And is destiny about death or is destiny about life? Oh, now there you go. That's interesting. That's interesting. So let's take a little break because um, life or death. Yeah, both. Yeah, so take a little break here and then we'll be back in, in a minute, in 60 seconds.
Welcome back to Say Yes to Spirit, encouraging you on your spiritual path. Last week I didn't have the little tag in front of me. I wasn't reading the encouraging you on your spiritual path that we have written down there that I can read when I'm at Tracy's house. And for the life of me, I couldn't remember that. Isn't that funny how you, how I say things like all the time every week and then when it comes to remembering it, I don't remember it. Nothing on that. Destiny. (laughs) Go back to point. Um, Destiny. I could say it's my destiny to have a poor memory, right? You could, and that has a lot of accountability. Negative affirming kind of thing up until now. I do have a uh, devotion on how I look at destiny, which is a little bit different than what we've talked about, so it might give us a different, not between life and death necessarily, but how life is designed. And it's actually the devotion for today. It's called Natural Design. The small hole was a perfect fit for my finger to slip into. Balancing nine cans of cat food, three cans of dog food, and a loaf of bread, I wondered how on earth I would pick up a 12-pack of toilet paper. As I reached for the bulky package, I saw the perfect finger-shaped hole poked through the top of the plastic. I immediately wondered if the hole had been an entry point for something sinister. I smiled at my initial reaction and thanked the universe for, for providing the perfect solution to my need. I have a hunch God is always providing the perfect finger hole for me at just the right moment. But many times I believe it is a trick. It is too easy or it is a random one-time event. Today I was reminded when something works out perfectly for me, it is my choice to question it, fight it, think it a random coincidence, or lean into it full of gratitude, certain it is the natural design of life. Yes. And so I think when I think of destiny, I think of that natural design of life, that there is there is a groove, a joy, a pureness that is present for me, available to me, when I'm in line with my own inner sense of well-being and love and light and when I'm not standing in my own way. And so the natural design is a positive destiny, a perfect design, a perfect destiny. And that when I'm out of step with that, that's that's a reflection of me taking over control. So I don't know, destiny. Destiny, I think, can be a daily connection to what my design for the day is. What just the phrase that just came to me was destiny equals the divine design. Oh, I like divine design. Write that down. That's very good. The divine design for my life. Destiny. The divine design for my life. I like that. I think you can put that on a bumper sticker. I think that's true. I think that is true. I think that is what I think of, that there is, you know, divine, there is a divine plan, there is a divine destiny, there is a divine idea, and when I am in line with that, when I am in concert with that, you know, the dance is really a beautiful thing to watch. And when I'm out of step with my... Define design, then this can be fairly frightening to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or to live. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, entertaining to watch. Entertaining to watch. Hard and, to live. Uh, yeah. I like that, though. Destiny, divine design for my life. You may have to do something with that. Might just have to use that. A good journal entry or a poem or oh, a, I like a that. book title, maybe. Oh, there you go. Destiny, my divine design, the divine design for my life. Yeah, that's it. And it's the idea that everybody kind of has their own divine design. 
Exactly. And that my divine design is not a duplicate of yours. Right. But they can line up and, and, and be in concert for a period of time, like doing this radio show. Or, you know, people that we're in community with doing different things in a group setting. The divine designs can come together for a period of time. So when you shared that devotion or that reading, you said it was today's devotion, today's message. And if there's someone who's listening who this is the first time that they're listening to the show, they wouldn't know what you're talking about. So True enough, true enough. Uh, there are daily reminders, godinmyday.com. And it's daily inspiration on a blog there for free. And then it's uh, $12 a year. I write daily devotions, daily reminders. And uh, you get those to your email. So there's a way to subscribe at godinmyday.com. Encourage people to go there. And they can also get a copy of my book there, Courage to Kill Myself. And that's an interesting uh, and please, concept. Please add the subtitle. And then the subtitle says, uh, One Person's Journey Toward Joy. It's not quite as dramatic as his Courage to Kill Myself. But that's an interesting topic on uh, people that actually complete the act of killing themselves. I've heard people say, well, that was their destiny. And I don't necessarily believe that. Wow, that is interesting. I'll just say I don't believe that. I don't think that's anyone's destiny to kill themselves. But I certainly said, you know, it's the outcome of too many people's lives. But I have used that, I have heard people use that word coming in, survivors, family members, lovers, of people that committed suicide. Right. It's not my fault that my brother committed suicide. It was his destiny, and it it had to happen that way because, well, and that you know actually that makes sense in the context of you know the the many many people that you and I both know who, um, from their beliefs, from their spiritual, from their religious beliefs. The idea that um, it is out of control and it is, you know, the sense, even for those religions that say suicide is a sin, you know, it's still the idea that, but that it had to happen that way. It had to happen, it had that, to way. happen that way, right? It had to happen that way. And, and you know, if God is. If God, an external God out there somewhere, is in control of everything, then it had to happen that way. Destined to happen that way. And see, again, I think that takes away the free will. And I do really believe, in in my experience and in everyone that I've talked to ultimately that either have had a suicide attempt or thought about suicide, you know, there are different points where we had different choices along the way. So there was no, you know, complete pre-designed, taken out of our free will until that last moment, then I don't think there's a choice. I think it's so blinded to that moment that there's no choice. But I don't think that's destined to happen. Like I don't think JFK was destined to be shot. And I think that many times, again, it's a way of not being responsible. I won't use that other A word, but, you know, we use that word destiny to be able to sit on the sidelines and say, oh, my goodness, that was destiny. On the other hand, if if you use destiny in the sense of, you know, I am here to do great things in this life, and it is my destiny to be a leader, to be a success, to be wealthy, to be at the top of my profession, to be whatever, that if that is my destiny, then... For some people, doesn't that really motivate them to do all the work, to to major accountability mm-hmm. all along the way? So Michael Jordan, NBA superstar, right. in high school, told, you know, you're a lousy basketball player. But that sense of I'm destined to be great, this is something I'm destined to do. Uh-huh. And he practiced, and he practiced, he got better, and he would not let anything get between where he was at any point in time when he was younger to the top of his chosen profession. 
that he chose, he was a better baseball player, I think, or something. Michael Jordan? Than a basketball player when he was younger. Oh. Uh, or track. And you didn't know what game he played. Yeah, no, when he was younger. Oh, when, he had a different when sport he coaches played. were saying, ah. no, you know, yeah, not, not basketball, no, not so much. Oh. But he didn't choose the sport that he was getting more affirmation from. He huh. chose basketball because he had that sense, you know, and, and that destiny of I'm going to be the best at this. This mm-hmm. is what I love. This is who I'm supposed to be. And he then was motivated by that sense of destiny to hold himself accountable when nobody else expected much from him. Interesting. Because he was following his his inner guide, his inner design, his divine divine design. design for his life. And I do think when we are in touch with that and when we're in that, in like state that things open up for us. People talk about coincidences or people talk about you know meeting that person at just the right time that had the right idea or that was you know had the solution to my problem or whatever I needed they gave. And that to me is a sign that I am on my on my divine design path. Things go well for me and things open up for me. When I keep hitting a roadblock or I don't get things done or I don't have what, I think that's a way of the universe saying no, 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 try again, turn around, try window number two, and I'm just so focused on trying to, you know, break through window number one. Because for whatever reason, that's what that's I'm where thinking. I am. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the reason I was laughing is because, um, there is a structured activity. I could call it a game, ah. but it's more than just a game. It is a real, you know, it's a game with a purpose that, um, in fact, the group I was with last week, we used it with them, and um, and there's a place in the process where the teams have a task to do. And in trying to do this task, they really have to rely on each other to do it. Right. Um, and there's a place where we say, where where if they are stumped, that they can ask for help. And the way that we give them help is if they start doing things that are going to help them be successful, we give them applause. Okay. And if they're doing things that really... That that you know that move is not going to help you. Uh-huh. Then we're just silent. Okay. And so what happens? The God of the game. <laughs> and so what happens is you know they're already in their own process. Right. And so they don't often immediately stop. They keep going in the same direction, doing the same thing they were doing before. And there's no applause. Even though it's silence, okay. And then maybe somebody will, will make one move and they'll hear some applause. But then people just kind of freeze because they're like, well, we don't know what we're doing and we don't know why that's good. And, and then they start doing whatever they were doing before. Uh-huh. And so it's, and the phrase that we use with that, uh, in that process, as a facilitator, I'll say, listen to your feedback. Are you listening to your feedback? Are you paying attention to your feedback? Right. And that's what you, I mean, that's what you just said made me think about that when you said, you know, the universe gives you these signals. Right. That you're, you know, maybe moving in the right direction or maybe not moving in the right direction. And we just kind of ignore that feedback as as noise versus having a valuable message for us. Right. And we just go back to what we already know, even though we know it's not working. Crazy. Yes. That's right. Yeah. I know it doesn't work, but I'm going to do more of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, what kind of sense does that make? So in that way, we impact our destiny because we get off of our divine design and we start following our comfort level 
or our familiarity level. Yes. Because it's easier sometimes. Yes. And, and it's familiar. And I think many times the um, the idea of not listening, you know, can apply to individuals in my life as well. I can think of relationships of people that I got involved with where, you know, if I had been listening, I would have seen all sorts of red flags that would have said to any common sense person, don't go there, right? But (laughs) there was something that I wanted that I thought was good, you know, and I do think, um, I think it's, it's Oprah, I think she, I've heard her, She'll say something like, you know, when people tell you who they are, listen, because they're not going to change necessarily. You know, people do change, of course. But really, ultimately, when you get into a relationship, you know, we think we can change someone. So when we overlook these (laughs) very clear signs of what they're telling us about themselves. I absolutely have to laugh out loud to that. It's true, though. It's very, very true. And, you know... Again, I think people stay in bad relationships. I've heard them say, it's my destiny to help Fred. You know, Fred came to me. I'm supposed to be with Fred. Fred's my destiny. And so, again, using destiny as a um, way to not be accountable for our own circumstances. Somehow those two words just seem to go together for me, accountability and destiny. Well, that's good because there's no right or wrong. Well, there's wrong in your mind, but there's no right or wrong. So if that's how it fits together for you, then that's how it fits together. Is destiny, I don't know how we, I have no answer to a spiritual practice that provides well, I guess if I'm looking at destiny being in line with my divine design, you know, doing my spiritual practice connects me to that. But I, yeah, it any... makes us absolutely uh, more confident, more clear, have more clarity about what might be destiny in the sense of divine design. Mm. So, I mean, I think vision. Meaning, not visualization, but visioning also comes up again as when we do the visioning process, that what we are doing is we're being receptive to the message that, you know, that is there, that is pure awareness driving what we do and what we choose in our lives. And so that's absolutely a spiritual practice that um, that would be applicable uh, using affirmations once you have some clarity about your your destiny, that, you know, that I use affirmations to, I can use affirmations to hold that firmly in my consciousness and to move toward it and to create it in my life. Okay. Um, Journaling, which we, I mean, which comes up maybe every three or four shows, but right. journaling is absolutely kind of clearing out what's my hu- what are my human thoughts and feelings about this mm-hmm. and what do I know to be the spiritual truth. Oh, I see. Yes. Yes. Oh, well, there you go then. Quite a few little spiritual practices that can help us connect to the destiny or the divine design. really do like that, Tracy Brown. I think that was very... Perhaps that was your destiny to come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure it was. I've been taking no design, responsibility design. or accountability for it That's at all. It. Design, a design, gift design. from spirit. A gift from spirit. Actually, it does fit in with my destiny of being able to communicate conceptual things in a way that resonates. User-friendly. Yeah. That people can remember divine design. You know, and I think destiny is something also that seems to be um, cloaked is not the right word, but kind of covered up in mystery, almost like it's something that we have to hunt. What is my destiny? What is you know? And I I don't think it's meant to be um, hidden, really. I don't think it's a divine game that my destiny is 
is something and I have to try to figure it out. Um, so I think that would be a way that the spiritual practices can relax my mind or my thinking and get me into being um, in touch with my destiny in terms of it's 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 there. It's not meant to be a secret. I'm not meant to be a game. I'm not meant to be hard. Are you real, really willing to allow something not to be hard? I know personally that would be a challenge for me because, you know, I enjoy the hard. <laughs> but I don't think that's the natural design. I think it's supposed to be easy. It is supposed to be easy. It I is supposed to be simple. Right. It is supposed to be accessible. Supposed to be able to easily have the little hole punched in our little toilet paper package before we get there. <laughs> yeah, when I read that this morning, I laughed. Yes, and I think that is how it is the natural design. And I think that is I think that is something that I many times overlook as a fluke, or I think of it as a trick. That that's just too simple, too easy. And I wonder if there's a way to connect the dots between this, uh, destiny and being thankful, since it's the week of Thanksgiving, and how to uh, be in a state of gratitude for our destiny or my destiny. Should I be grateful that I am on this plane, living this life, doing this grand adventure? Is there something to be said for being grateful for the journey? That could be a spiritual practice. It's very much of a 12-step practice of saying attitude of gratitude and making gratitude lists. And went to a meeting last week, and the guy said that you can't be in a state of fear and a state of gratitude at the same time. Correct. So there's all sorts of um, positive things around gratitude, and I wonder if um, if I'm grateful for my destiny. If that encourages it or inspires it. I think if we're living our destiny, if we're living in a way that's in alignment with our destiny, that gratitude is automatic. Because, you know, when you said you think everybody's purpose, everybody's destiny is to save the world. Right. For me, that really is the same as what I said of everybody's destiny. Everybody's purpose is everybody's purpose is to give and experience love. Yes. Because if I'm sharing, if I'm giving love and I'm experiencing love, I'm changing, I'm saving the world. Saving the world, correct. Um, I'm so, so, I mean, you know, I think there are lots of different ways to say that. But if I'm living that, however that is for me and what I'm supposed to be doing, I can't do that and not be grateful. If you're in that Zen-like state, your gratitude's going to be an automatic. Or if I, yeah, and not even Zen-like state in my everyday life. If I'm living, you know, on on purpose. If I am living and choosing experiences that are on that path, then I can't, I can't, I can't not um, double negative. Uh-huh. You know, there is no way for me not to also be tangibly in touch with what I'm grateful for. So I can be in fear for a minute, an hour, a part of my day about um, lack of money, loss of relationship, um, lack of clarity about something. And if I'm if I'm really living on the destiny path, I'm going to pull myself back to, you know, yeah, that's really bad, or yeah, that's really challenging for me, or yeah, I'm my body is experiencing illness, but I'm just so grateful for knowing what to do about it, having access to medical care, for uh, knowing that Vicks VapoRub will make me feel better. You know, I'm I'm not going to stay and that which is not gratitude. Gratitude's what's going to bring me back to. So if I'm in an ungrateful state, that might be a sign 
something to pay attention to. I'm not getting applause, so therefore I'm not on my natural design. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not. No, I do believe that, that there are there are all sorts of, uh, you know, uh, indicators along the way of whether or not I'm on my path of divine design. And I'm going to use that every day now. I'm going to use that. I'm going to say that all the time. And you'll be able to remember it even without a sign? No, probably. Yeah, but I'll try it on my hand at first. (laughs) So that's destiny for this week. And uh, it was our destiny to talk about destiny Destiny, that's it. We had no choice. (laughs) And we're scheduled to talk about suffering next week. Ah. But I'm not sure if that's going to stay. I think we may need to chat about that and come up with uh, something else or... I'll suffer, suffer through it. it. <laughs> I suffer through work. Well, you could suffer through suffering. Yeah, well, I just, you know, not that, I was going to say, I just don't know where we'll go with it, yeah. but we never have any other, we've never had a problem any other week talking about something for an hour, even if we weren't sure where we were going <laughs> to go with it. So I, since, as we were talking about, since it is Thanksgiving week and in the United States, and um, I, I do encourage people to go to GodInMyDay.com this week because this week is a week of thanks, and thanks. for seven days there'll be um, a blog post that's specifically related to thanks, either someone singing a song or meditations or affirmations. Um, and on Thanksgiving Day, please visit us especially. Hello. For our Thanksgiving Day yes. message. Okay. Yes. yes, 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 yes. So um, that's it for this week. Any other closing comments about destiny? Destiny? I do not think so, but I am grateful to you, Tracy Brown, and to this show and to having uh, this daily reminder to uh, say yes to spirit, weekly reminder that I try to remember on a daily basis. And when we say yes to spirit, we are in the divine design of our life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the more we say yes, the easier or the less mystery there is and the easier it is for us to live it and breathe it every day. The more applause we get. (laughs) Yes, from ourselves. From ourselves and the world. I love it. So have a fabulous week and don't forget to... Say yes. Alexa, play Whitney Houston. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.